0: preach the gospel, lay hands on the sick, cast out demons, simply live the supernatural life. That's what every Christian is supposed to do. Learn how through our program with Teresa Lust Ministries. Beautiful friends, you are tuned in to Teresa Lusk Ministries. I am your host, Teresa Lusk. I want to share with you today a message called Why Demonization Occurs. And uh, If you've listened to any of our other segments, you'll know that I love the Freedom and Deliverance Ministry. I wrote a book um, actually called uh, Unapologetically Free, Deliverance and Freedom Through the Spirit-Filled Life. You can find your copy wherever books are sold online. You know, um, I want to just teach the believer, the Christian, that God called you, number one, to help others be set free. Go to read Mark 15, uh, 16, 15 through 18. Um, you know that he's given you authority to do that, Luke 10, 19. Um, and I teach on so many different things that is important for you to know to start walking this out. Some people say, Oh, that's not for me, Teresa. Yes, it is. It's for every believer. Whether you uh, feel comfortable with it or not, that's a whole different story. But we've all been given the call, male and female. If you have the Spirit of God on the inside of you, you are called to do that. Um, And so I just want to encourage you to listen to all our segments regarding freedom and deliverance because um, it's important for you to really know biblically what does the Bible say about this? Who does it instruct to set people free? Do I need freedom? Uh, What are some things that I need to learn before I go out and start doing this? Uh, Some people will give you just a list of uh, a really a rural book and when I say book I'm not exaggerating these people will write you a book and tell you this is what you need to know but I just uh, I spell out in my book real simply what's required of the believer and what are some things that are not true some things that have been taught in our christian circles in our churches about freedom deliverance and uh, deliverance ministry where people believe that you uh, have to meet certain requirements i just will give you the rundown of what truly is biblical and what is not i'll even address straight on you know, what, what is not true? And so, but today I'm going to talk to you about why demonization occurs. One of the things that, if you are familiar with the Deliverance and Freedom Ministries, is that most people will tell you that the reason why somebody can have demonization is because of a legal right. Okay, so the truth is that the Bible actually says in John ten nine through 10, Jesus said, I have come to give you life and of that more abundantly. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Um, or really is actually backwards. Uh, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come to give you life and of that more abundantly. So who's the one who comes to steal, kill, and destroy? The enemy. So many people will tell you that, that he needs a legal right to do that well here's what i say to people the devil's not looking for a legal right he's not looking for that he's a thief so he comes to steal kill and destroy he comes to take what is not his most thieves will not knock on your door and ask you for permission to come and steal some something from your home it just doesn't happen that way so our Our Christian circle needs to stop being so hung up on the whole well he, he you know he he's got a legal right. you must have some hidden sin somewhere. you must have some something you're hiding because a lot of times that's what we tell people who are demonized and being tormented by the devil is you must have some secret sin well that's not necessarily true. The devil isn't looking for permission he's not looking for approval he he does what he does. I can tell you that there's been seasons in my life where I'm not, you know, where I don't have anything that he could point his finger at and say, oh, look at what you're doing, uh, that, that you could have said, oh, I could point this out, I was living like this, I was living like that. No, he came anyway. He wanted to bother me, he wanted to steal from me, he wanted to destroy some things, he wanted to steal some things, he wanted to kill some things. And so to say that somebody has to have a legal, that the devil has to have a legal right to come mess with you is simply not true. Uh in in saying that you have to have that for the devil to come mess with you is it true that if you are living a lifestyle of sin is it easy for the enemy to come in and have his way absolutely so while I'm not disagreeing that it's best that you keep the door to sin closed just because you know you know Jesus is holy therefore you should be holy uh, in your decisions um, I'm just simply saying that It's not a requirement but if you do want to live a life um where you partake in darkness on purpose you're going to have to find yourself you don't have to but you will find yourself running into some demonic activity and you have the power to close the door or leave the door open so i'm passionate about people knowing though that this is not a requirement. And the reason for that is because I've seen people who don't have things going on in their life. And I know that I'm not the Lord. I I can't really for sure say, oh, I know for sure they didn't have sin in their life. But I can tell you that I walk closely with people. I watch their character, their decisions, their day-to-day. And just because the enemy was messing with them did not mean that they had an open door. And so let's clarify that. Let's just call the devil what he is and move on. So, um, what are some reasons that that people get demonized? And uh, if you don't uh, understand the difference between demonization and possession, go back and see if you can find my segment on um, uh, the debate on Christians and demons And I explain in there uh, how Romans chapter 7 really uh, makes a clear case for why a Christian can have a demon in their flesh, not possession, in their flesh. So let's read, um, I'm about to read you a scripture, and it says, There shall not be found among you anyone... Who makes his son or daughter pass through the fire, one who uses divination, one who practices witchcraft, or one who interprets omens, or a sorcerer, or one who casts a spell, or a medium, or a spiritist, or one who calls up uh, on the dead. Uh, that was Deuteronomy 18, verse 10 through 11. So, based on what you just read, demonization can occur because of people's practice with witchcraft. Witchcraft, my friends, Is a very big open door, and I and I'll also eventually address open doors, right? Because I kind of did right now, how saying that you don't always have to have an open door for the enemy to mess with you, but um, you know, if you practice the occult, and the occult is broad, especially today, where the spirit of witchcraft has been released over our nation, and you say, well, how do you know that, Teresa? because the spirit of witchcraft is as the spirit of rebellion is what the word says and right now there's a spirit of rebellion over america where people have just run with rebellion for authority rebellion for morals rebellion for um, things that are right and righteous they're calling evil good and good evil just like the word said it would happen and so to be honest um, there is great evidence of the spirit of rebellion in our nation, and when that happens, when there is rebellion, um, there's witchcraft, basically. So, and witchcraft, the practices of witchcraft has just expanded greatly, but to just to narrow it down to some, you just read it in Deuteronomy 18, Um, horoscopes would fit under this, tarot readings, New Age, the so-called healing with crystals, and uh, the counterfeit Method to healing the body, which is it has to do with hands and energy. Um, you know, even even the movies that we watch that are all about you know casting spells. There's so much. So when you are when you open the door to that, um, you you can definitely invite some dark things. Some people minimize and they'll say, "There's no way. There's no way." Listen, I'm not speaking out of opinion. I'm speaking out of experience, my friends. I've had to go into people's houses, help them be set free, help their homes be set free from uh, demonic visitations, demonic presences that wanted to sit and be there, they wanted that house, they wanted the household. Why? Because these people partook in the evil by having an item, by watching things, by Listening to things, things of that nature. You know, you know how some people. I don't know if it happens much where you're at, but um, and it it hasn't happened in years. But do you remember when um, the the people would come and knock on your door and they wanted to quote unquote tell you about Jesus? There are some false uh, religions out there that they'll hand you books and they'll talk to you about. You know, only certain few people are chosen. There's so many things that people hand you in attempt to. "Quote unquote," um, uh, evangelize to you, but they're doing it through false, through a false gospel. Those even those things can invite certain presences into your home, and so I do want to share that the first one is witchcraft. You do need to be careful with that, and we need to be careful with not asserting or not not identifying something for what it is. Sometimes we we don't want to identify something for what it is because um because we like it we'll say well you know yoga's per- perfectly fine i pray instead of meditate uh and this that and the other but uh as a very close friend of mine shared uh the 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 hindus who 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 push the the yoga that is their way to evangelize you into their religion so be careful with even that and you know some people will scoff at this at this segment and they'll be offended or they'll laugh or or i'll make them angry whatever and and that's okay they'll have to deal with the lord but i i'm just saying that there are some things we don't want to call out for what they are and that's why we stay in bondage so you should be careful with that so uh, witchcraft is number one number two um is trauma you know there are people who have experienced severe uh, abuse, whether it's childhood abuse, definitely, if there was a lot of abuse in the house, uh, if there's been pornography, if there's been alcoholism, drug addiction, anything dark, anything that you, you know, um, would not find most people publicly doing, it can open the door. Why? You know, some of you may say, well, if that's the case, you can pretty much find a demon anywhere. That's true. But here's the, th- here's the thing. When we consistently invite and participate in or with something that's dark, you're playing in their territory. So as long as you're playing in their territory, they are going to influence you or attach themselves to you or come and visit you, what have you. So we do need to know that childhood neglect, abuse, maybe abandonment um, of, of somebody, even of a wife or of a husband, things of that nature, even something basic, like it started as just normal depression or basic level depression, and then it lasted for so long that eventually it became so overbearing that now it's a bondage. Um, So we're talking today out of my book, Unapologetically Free, Deliverance and Freedom Through the Spirit-Filled Life, and I'm covering on why demonization occurs. Uh, But before I continue, my friends, I just want to invite you to go to our website, TeresaLusk.com. We'd love to hear from you. Visit us uh, on our website and uh, subscribe to our emails. You'll get blogs and videos and some other things. Uh, we'd love to hear your prayer requests. Would you send us your prayer requests at info at or your testimonies or further questions? We're happy to get back to you. Uh, connect with us on social media go to Facebook. We are under Teresa Lusk Ministries, or Instagram as well, and Freedom TV with Teresa Lusk. But my friends, go and visit our website. Find out who we are. We are scheduling events, so if you are looking to have an encounter with the Lord, we are scheduling. We're prayerfully looking at invitations and scheduling them so we're talking about why demonization occurs and i talked about witchcraft i read out of deuteronomy 18 verses 10 through 11. please go read it especially if you have a background in that Uh, you grew up with it maybe your mom did it your uncle did it there's always somebody in the family usually who did it Um, and so there's also emotional and spiritual abuse You know, that has its effects. And then finally, of course, constantly satisfying the lusts of the flesh. What does that mean? That means we enjoy our sin. That means that, you know, uh, sleeping around is, is our favorite thing to do. And maybe we say, well, you know, but I love that person. Doesn't matter. If you're sleeping around, if anything that is against what God's will is for you, and you do it continuously and constantly, you're very likely uh, playing in the devil's playground. And so I invite you to just to to break up with that. Um, Some of these things, let me talk about this uh, real quick. One of the things that I have found in my ministry as I've walked this out, is there a couple of things that will keep people from being able to walk away from this demonization. And Number one is culture. And number two is loyalty to family. I'll deal with culture first. You know, um, so many of you will be able to relate to what I'm about to say. But in cultures, um, more uh, non-white cultures, um, there is such a faithfulness and a loyalty to to the culture, to the norms of the culture, to the expectations of the culture. And so... If, if Grandma and, and and uncle and grandfather, if they were all those who practiced these spiritual practices, even though you've read them in, in the book of Deuteronomy and you're like, well, I'm not going to break up with that because that's what we do. That's my you know that's what our family does, that's what we've been doing, then that that will make it hard for you to be set free. And you have to choose. Who are you going to serve? Are you going to serve the Lord or are you going to serve your culture? And that's the truth across the board with everything. You know, sometimes we prioritize our culture over what the Word of God says, over love, over kindness, over truth. And that's just not good, my friends. We'll stay in bondage if we don't face the truth. And so <clears throat> I want to invite you to ask the Lord to begin to help you comb through anything that may not be what, um, what he wants for you. And so that's important if you wanna be fully set free. So the second one is loyalty to family. You know, it, and it's so kind of tied in really, it's really tied in because one, you are, you know, loyal to your culture in general. So this is what we do because we are, I'll give you an example, maybe living in Louisiana, where witchcraft is so um <clears throat> prominent and uh it's part of the culture that you celebrate certain things maybe that's hard now, i'm not picking on people from louisiana my friends don't get upset i have a I have a really good friend from louisiana i love love her loves a lot of things about the culture there but um you know there are things that are cultural that celebrate darkness and you have to decide to break up with the culture um, and, and the other is to, to uh, break up with the loyalty to family. Now that does not mean that you don't uh, encourage family. It doesn't mean that you don't protect them when it is necessary. I'm saying that if something comes up and you have to choose, do I continue to um, do I continue to practice this because? Um, It's family and because if I don't do it any longer, they'll be disappointed in me. That's an issue. That's where you're going to have to go, okay, I've got to break up with this darkness and choose the Lord. You're going to have to choose daily who you're going to serve. Every single day, every believer. Every Christian gets to decide who they're going to serve. Are you going to serve the Lord or are you going to serve the culture? Are you going to serve the family? Are you going to serve the expectations of the world just because it's 2020? When it comes to being set free, I have enough experience with this to tell you close all the doors. Close all the opportunities that the enemy has presented to you and your family. My friends, so many of these things keep being repeated, they keep being recycled, and they keep being passed down from generation to generation. If you read my book, you'll find that I'm not a big believer in generational curses. Just because biblically, I know that as a Christian, those are broken. However, one of the things that I always clarify is while I don't agree that I'm cursed as a Christian, that I don't have a curse running around somewhere, I really do believe that there are generational devils. So when people have prayed over me and have said, I break that generational curse, Okay, that's just a matter of splitting words a little bit, so I don't get upset. I know that there could be something there, but it's not supposed to be there. And I will not walk out the a penalty of a curse that's already been paid for by Christ that I'm now living in that freedom. And so I will not receive that as my own, if that makes sense. Uh, but we do keep recycling things and passing them down from generation to generation. Because we're not willing to call it what it is. We're not willing to challenge the culture. We're not willing to challenge our family loyalties. So then we get to pass this on? Is that what our family's left with, my friends? What about your grandchildren? What about uh, your future children? What about um, future family, friends, etc.? I don't know about you, but I want to be found faithful with all that I do, with everything that I know. And um, even if to the point of it almost seeming extreme. And so, uh, you know, demonization does not just, it doesn't discriminate. And you need to hear that. Demonization does not discriminate. It doesn't matter if, excuse me it doesn't matter if you're um if your parents were pastors it doesn't matter if you're a pastor a prophet apostle it doesn't matter deliverance is for anybody who needs to be set free from some old things and some existing things that are trying to live in you whether it's your flesh or whether it's outside of your flesh but it tries to live there So, my friends i want to encourage you to ask the lord ask the holy spirit see you'll find that i'm always going to tell you to ask the holy spirit to reveal to you anything that needs to be revealed because we are very gracious with our own lives or we've forgotten some things but the holy spirit will actually take you through and he will show you in any area where there might be something that you're still holding on to some of you it's not even sin that's holding you back it's some type of trauma maybe that um really uh, hit home as a child that hit home maybe as an adult you don't have to be a child who was traumatized, to um, be afflicted by something. You could have been a wife that was abandoned by her husband maybe, and a spirit of bitterness is now ruling your heart. You know, uh, one of the things about women, uh, and I'll I'll just say this to all my friends, my female sisters in Christ, um, is that, you know, our emotions go deep. And so for women, Um, I just want to encourage you to ask the Lord as well, men and women, of course, but, you know, women, we, we, we feel deep, and so there are some things that I think we could all agree on that it's time to just ask the Lord to come in and visit and break you free from because it's time to be set free from those things. So, as always, my friends, I'm going to pray for you because I believe in your freedom, And can I just tell you that one of the ways that you can be set free uh, is through your words and let me teach you on this real quick you know the words words are powerful and most of us hear it um, maybe we hear it on social media maybe we hear it at church but words are so powerful that while I have sat with people during a I'll just say during a deliverance session I've had the opportunity to just sit with people. And there are some people who are so in bondage by the work of the enemy that if I tell them to open up their mouth and confess life over themselves, their body begins to have a reaction. It's not their body, by the way, it's the spirit within their flesh, and it causes them to have a reaction. Um, I talk about, I give examples in the book about speaking blessing over someone. I speak blessing over someone. because somebody had just spoken so much death over them and cursing over them they had such an envy and a jealousy over them that they spoke such evil over this person that when the lord told me to just bless them and speak life i hadn't even began to tell those devils to leave i was just speaking life in that moment there was a manifestation that lets you know that there is power in words and there are so many other examples that that I could give Uh, sometimes people's throats will tighten up Uh, they feel like they can't say it Um, there's so many different ways that you'll know that words have power so we read it in the word and then with experience you begin to see wow this isn't just something uh, that we that we say we believe it truly is you know the the word of faith people kind of uh, though I love them dearly they're all part of the charismatic movement they almost turned in speaking into a um oh i don't know it, you could say it was more like a um you know um gosh the the word has left my mind But where they just, they they just get, it's superstitious, you know, it became a superstition. They took something that was meant for good that the Lord gave us, and then they became so hypersensitive to it, that you couldn't say anything, anything, without it seeming like you are cursing yourself. And so, and I know that there's people even very close with me that would would probably say, Teresa, that's because it's so it is it is so I don't like to speak certain things over my life or over my children's life and actually if my children say something that I don't think is good I'll tell them to repent right there and also just rebuke that and repent that you repent of that we're not gonna speak that over you but there is a place where that becomes a law rather than a lifestyle and a principle and so be careful with that but here's what I'm gonna say open up your mouth and just confess it and renounce it this is the one of the most basic things that you can learn to do where the enemy will have to let loose if you just renounce it and renouncing means you're breaking up with it. So I renounce it. I renounce um, participating with the Ouija board. I renounce participating with the animal sacrifice or, or I, I, you know things like that. I confess the sin of it. I confess it. A confession is powerful, although it's not a pre, it's not a prerequisite for being set free, it's powerful and it's one of the most effective and simple ways to set yourself free this is why i I want you to get a copy of my book because i teach on this how it doesn't have to be a power encounter you don't have to uh, feel like you're watching the exorcist part one when you're doing this for yourself and for others if you just learn that there's there's there are phrases and certain things that you can say that the enemy does not like because it brings freedom and so that's two of them: one is repenting, the other is renouncing, which means to break up with so, for instance, if I <clears throat> used to be bound to tarot cards and uh future telling um you know methods and practices, I may call them out by name I might I may say, in the name of Jesus, I just renounce the the tarot card practices that I had, or I may renounce um you know believing in crystals and healing power and healing oils blah blah blah, whatever that may be just how simple i may do it but i will repent of it and i will renounce out loud and it just removes any feeding of the enemy's power over that which he holds over your head and so my friends take it run with it renounce and repent I encourage you to listen to this segment more than once if you need to, to really kind of help you get going. But Father, we pray right now in the name of Jesus over my friends that are listening. We pray that today, we decree and declare that today is the day of freedom for them, that they will not uh, have anything left over their head, but today freedom comes in the name of Jesus. My friends, if you don't have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ open up your mouth and invite Him. Just say, I need you, Lord Jesus. I need you. I need this freedom that Teresa's talking about. Maybe you're listening to the sound of my voice and you don't fully understand what I'm talking about, but there's something about it that's making you stir. Just say, Lord, open my eyes to your work. Open my eyes to what you're saying. Open my eyes to the things that I need to know to be set free and He will do it for you. He'll give you new life in Christ. The Father loves you. He's not angry at you, my friend. He's not an angry God ready to strike you down. He's inviting you into a relationship with His Son, Jesus. He's inviting you to change your life in a way that will be visible to you and everyone else. There'll be a peace that you've never understood before, that you've never experienced before, even when life is upside down. Don't be discouraged. We love you. God bless you.